You are now listening to the Derek's Mega Bowl Podcast. You were two and seven, you'd be in a bad mood too. It's my quarterback. You play to win the game. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined. So y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. With your host, Derek Hubbard, Eric Barsh, and Jake Smith. What they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. What's up, Megabullers? Welcome to episode 14 of the Derek's Megabull Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Hubbard. Alongside of me, we have Jake Smith and the man who has the returning stash, Eric Barsh. Week eight of the NFL is in the books. Pretty clean week for the most part as far as injuries, some high point scores, but overall a good week. We look ahead to week nine in this episode we'll we'll also recap week eight we'll talk about our love hates in week week nine we'll do our pickums we're going to do the lfo on backstreet boys division and then we will also bring up some of the waiver wire pickups that you guys should look at but before we do let's say hi to the boys jake eric how are you guys and how did week eight go for you guys good as usual um i'm just crushing it right now um all around I'm just dominating. My teams are all coming into peak form right now. Um, it's looking looking good for for me, fantasy wise. Peaking a little early, Jake. Peaking yeah. at the right time. Oh. I Did you buy your Kenny G Baby Walker jersey yet? Because you definitely need it. Not much of a jersey guy, especially for running backs. <laughs> Eric, how'd your week go? I won somehow. Not sure how. It did not look good to start, but uh, McCaffrey to my Niners is really looking pretty damn good right now. That was a that was a fun one to watch because I needed every point that he got. So, yeah, I uh, went against McCaffrey, unfortunately, and did you? The guy who had he had McCaffrey, AJ Brown, and Dak Prescott, and that's all he needed to Ouch. beat me. I knew I knew it was going to be a rough one going to the, I'm I will not win another game. It will take a miracle. I just will not win another game. I'm going to finish four, four and seven. But I will not finish in last place. How many more weeks do we have? We have three more weeks of the regular season. So these are going to be three critical weeks because a lot of the teams are piled up. There's a lot of teams with four or five wins right now. I would say three, four or five wins. So a lot can change at this point. We don't have any remaining unbeaten teams. Brett Adams took a tough, he was the only one left. He took a tough loss this week. I think he lost like 170 something to a high 160 something. Tough way to, tough way to lose. I mean, anytime you score a high 160s, 170s, you shouldn't lose. He's in my division. I need him to lose a few more in a row. (laughs) I don't think you're going to catch him though. Jake, for the you're three spot. and five. You want those guys at the very, very top to keep winning. You want the middle road guys to lose. I just need to worry about winning the rest of my matchups. I don't need to yeah. worry about anybody else. I think, I think there, there will be a couple six and five teams squeak in, but it's going to be the high scoring six and five teams. Right. Oh, I agree. Like my Speaking team. of high scoring, yeah. high points of the week went to Tyler Leeser, who scored 223.68 points. Congrats <laughs> to Tyler. And last place is still locked down by Tyler Dordery. He uh, he's holding that down and he's not giving it up. Still two winless teams, him and I believe it's B.J. Elliott. Tyler Timmerman still the lowest scoring points 
by over 100. So all you, all those, uh, or BJ and Tyler need to do is just one win, and it's going to be in Tyler's hands because I don't see him winning. I say that. You know, I said that about Chad Burkholder. I didn't think he was going to win a game, and he hasn't lost since. Four in a row? Yeah, four or five in a row. He's crushing I it right now. He might be at five. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's five wow. and three. He's, in my he's crushing it. Hulk so, Hogan really scared him into... <laughs> Yeah, well, Jake, you've been, you listen to Hogan. I mean, you've turned it around, and yep. Eric, for the most part, you've turned it around. A little bit. I, I think if Hulk Hogan came at me, it's not going to help. <laughs> so, Hogan, just uh, don't even try. Just we can retire. At this point. Yeah, I think at this point, you can retire. But, hey, I, I wanted to bring something up. I know we didn't really talk about this before the show, but you brought up Christian McCaffrey, how he's just been dominating with the 49ers. And I don't see this changing. If we had to start today, who would be the top five picks in order? Because before we would have said Cooper Cup, we would have said Justin Jefferson. Beginning of the season, we said Jonathan Taylor. I was always on the Christian McCaffrey at number one. What would you guys say? I think you have to go McCaffrey number one right now. And then, I don't know, do you go Derrick Henry at two? I think you probably still have to go Justin Jefferson at three, Cooper Cup. Maybe, maybe go Cooper Cup at three as long as his ankle injury is not too bad. And then Jefferson at four and Eckler. Uh, Josh Allen at five, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Josh Allen, I don't know if I would, but he could be a back end first. Or Eckler. Saquon, I would say Saquon's got to be up there, Eckler, too. Saquon, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah it would be an interesting, because you look at Jonathan Taylor at this point. He's not drafted in the first round. No. It, yeah. I wouldn't touch him. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor, man, is he the number one overall bust? I mean, is he the biggest bust so far this fantasy season? Oh, by far. Gotta Just be. because he was consensus top three. <clears throat> God, it's brutal. It's, I hate starting him. All right, let's go to our power rankings. I forgot to do this last week. Sorry, I kind of rushed through things. Um, and I heard about it. So here's this week's top 10 power rankings. Number one, Brett Adams, even though he took a tough loss, he still holds the top spot. Number two, though, is Chris, Chris Marish. He's jumped way up there. I know he was before just creeping into the top 10. He is now at number two. Jordan Zinn at three. Nick Budden, who is still the highest point scorer, is at number four. Nate Rondi at five. Nate Wedig at six. Joey Arneson at seven. Ben Binder at eight. Matt Schwanis at nine. And then finit rounding out at 10 is Mike Clements. Jake, I didn't hear your name in there, but hey, you're, you're coming. coming. You're coming. coming. Yep. All right. You guys ready to get into week eight? Let's recap week eight, what we saw. Let's do it. All right. Now, I didn't get to watch... A lot of the games because I was busy winning a beanbag tournament. Oh, so you'll have to bear with me a little bit here. I'm just not going to even comment on this. All right, let's talk about the Thursday night football game Ravens and Buccaneers. And I am officially going to say this I'm worried about Tom Brady. I'm worried about Tampa. I, I really thought Thursday night football. Game on primetime TV, well, legit primetime TV. I thought Tom Brady would go off. I mean, he had 325 yards and a passing touchdown, but that's not what you expect from Brady. I mean, you expect the 325, but 
you expect multiple touchdowns and he's just not doing it and he hasn't done it all season. Yeah. I'm officially worried. He's definitely fallen. Um, you know, he's, you're seeing some serious regression from him, but I mean, if you're a Mike Evans or Chris, what Godwin owner, you still got to be feeling pretty decent. I mean, they're getting a lot of production, even though Tom has been kind of not himself. Right. Yeah. I think there's a lot going on. Chris Godwin just, he doesn't look at his normal self to me, which you probably but, don't expect a year uh, removed from an ACL injury, but. I, I actually think he looks better than I thought he would. I, you know, it, coming just, off, it seems coming like off, half of his routes is like He's jogging. Yeah, but, he's still getting the target share, though. Right. Which you like, he hasn't found the end zone, and that's it's going to happen. Mike Evans has been the disappointing one. Every single week, you see one hit him in the face, in the chest, and he just drops it. And I don't know. If you just look at the numbers, though, he's fine. Yes. Yeah, but, he had six for 123, but there's it could have easily been eight or nine for a, a buck 80 and a touchdown. I don't know. Yeah. Anything on the Ravens side? Gus Edwards came back, but got hurt. And he's he's one that he's not going to be worked in the passing game. He's he's really touchdown or bust yeah just another just another ravens running back year same yeah. shit different guys yeah. bateman goes out rashad i meant rashad bateman goes out and also mark andrews goes out but the man that stepped in was isaiah likely and yeah. he's another if he's on your waivers right now because it's what do they play i don't know when they play this I, week i mean but, mark andrews will be back He's fine. Yeah. I think they might even play Monday night, but I could be wrong. But if there's a chance that Mark Andrews is out, Isaiah likely. I mean, he's a top five play. Yeah. I don't end. think it matters if Andrews plays or not. Likely has to be maybe close to a top waiver priority this week because Bateman's not going to play for sure. So who else do they have? If Deshaun Jackson plays, maybe then he's something, but. Deshaun Jackson, it's going to be sixty-yard bomb, or that's it. Right. That's right. So, yeah, and so much for I wouldn't. I mean, yeah, the Ravens won, but I'd even say Lamar Jackson isn't looking good. No, he, so he started out incredibly hot, and I, I didn't. I didn't think he looked. I mean, that that's just how he is, though. Yeah. Especially. All right. Let's on prime right. time. Let's talk about the game of the day on Sunday. Jake, your Bears and my Cowboys squared up. And even though my Cowboys gave a butt whooping, Justin Fields looked good. I'll give him credit. He, that's a tough pass rush to, to navigate through, and he looked good. With, despite having a bunch of drop passes, yeah, I yeah, think, I yeah, think it, it, Fields looks good. His stats don't look as good as what it could have been. Uh, I mean, there's two two big play drops like that. You know, NFL receivers need to make, and you know they didn't get caught, which you know it make that would that would have bumped his his yards thrown you know over 200. But yeah, he looked good. I mean, he's doing all the right things. I'm happy with him. I know, I know the Bears gave up 49 points, which was which sucked, but. They're not in a win now mode and you know, the team's not built to win. I didn't think they'd give up 49 points to the Cowboys, but at least, at least the right players are looking good. Right. 
Dak is back. Would you say that? Yep, Dak's back. I think Dak looked good. Yeah, he, he had that one that he threw the pick down the middle at the end of the first half. I think he was just trying to force it. You know, he was hot. But other than that, I thought Dak looked good. I think he definitely helps the offense. You know, I don't think a Cooper Rudd, Cooper Rush-led offense scores 40-something points. Tony Pollard? Nope. Tony looks Pollard, good. Looks, he looks good, very good. good, and I think it's time. Zeke, I like Zeke as a player, but I think it's time to hand over the reins. Let Zeke finish yeah. out the games. Let Tony Pollard be the man first three quarters. Yep, I agree. So... All right, Broncos and the Jaguars, the game from London. I don't talk about the Broncos, but I'll talk about the Jaguars. My ride or die. Travis Etienne, Etienne, baby. I've been saying it. I've been saying it. That dude is talented. And I that comes straight from a Jaguars player. I'm not going to throw his name out, but he did tell me before the season Travis Etienne Jr. is the most talented player he's ever been around. And he's finally showing it. Now, yeah. that's a bold statement, but is it saying much when you're on the Jaguars? Hey, hey I yeah. I, they need help, but I think they're turned around. I mean, you get Calvin Ridley today, which I think not going to help which this year. You might get him next year, but maybe. Yeah, depending on how his gambling goes, but. Yeah, I, you got to think Tre- Trevor Lawrence turns it around, right? He has these it's, games all the time. Like, it's like he has two bad games in a row, and then all of a sudden he throws three touchdowns, and we think, here he is. And then he yeah. goes and has two shitty games again. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't rule him out. No, I Peyton Manning, are you Peyton saying- Manning had a very similar start to his career with the same kind of kind of team. I'm not saying his career's done. I'm not saying that. Oh. No, the Jaguars are two and six, and they could easily be six and two. These one possession games, it always comes down to them having the ball at the end to be able to tie it. And they just lost every game this year by a possession, right? Yeah. I think just, you know, uh, the Eagles, I think, was a two possession game. But every other game, I mean, it, was really theirs and they just at the end of the game they just let the team score and then they have less than a minute left and to tie it and they just can't do it so how about my uh my waiver suggestion from last week uh greg dulcich dulcich i still didn't learn how to say his name that's fine he's He's a he's a must start he's he's a must start right now at tight end yep he got all well all but one reception and one drive but he's still, I mean, four for 87 as a, at a tight end. And he almost scored. He got, he got out of, I don't know if he got tackled or taken out of bounds at the one-yard line. Yep. You've had that touchdown to it. It might, looks that much better. So, yeah, I think he's a must-start. Unfortunately, they're on a bye this week. But moving forward, yeah. definitely. I was kind of hoping Cortland Sutton would have got traded. I feel bad for that fucker. Oh, yeah. God. He yeah. gets open on these deep balls all the time, and Russell Wilson throws it right to the defender. It's yep. not even a close to a, like, literally just throw a 500 ball up and hopefully he can tip it, but it's not even close. Yep. I agree. I was on the, uh, Jerry Judy bandwagon all off season. We got to the draft and I had the option of drafting Judy or Sutton. 
And I took Sutton because I'm like, well, everybody else wants Sutton. I should just listen to them. Judy's outscored him. And he's been really outscoring him as of late. Yep. I was kind of hoping Judy would get traded today. <laughs> but no. Nope. They're not trading anybody in Denver. Nope. Well, I think I think our big knock on Judy was that he's injury prone, but he's been staying fairly healthy too. So, you know, there's no denying his talent. It was just if he can be on the field or not. Yep. All right, let's go to the Panthers and the Falcons. DJ Moore. He's an idiot. He had it. Well, he is, yes. But if, if your kicker can't make a 40-yard field goal as for an extra point, though, or whatever yeah. it was. Either way, he's fantasy-wise, he's back to a must-start. He was a guy that we were talking about benching two or three weeks ago. And now, since then, he's had, what, double-digit targets in three straight games? Who knew that another... Jay Walker could make him relevant again? That was another guy I thought would be on a different team today. Yep. Who thought benching Baker and trading Christian McCaffrey would make your offense relevant? DJ Moore is just getting fed the ball. Deontay Foreman. Stud. He's a stud. He's you have to start him. I know he's he's not gonna get any passing work, but the guy down on the goal line, he just He's a truck. He, I mean, he's a yeah. baby Derrick Henry, and he's not going to have three touchdowns again. I I had Der- or Deontay Foreman this week, and then that just shows how piss poor my team is. That You know, you have a guy that has 118 yards and three touchdowns, and you still get beat by almost 100 Ooh, points. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, my best player on my team is a waiver wire pickup. That's how great my team is doing right now. But that's now. a really good best player to have. So Yeah, right. Anything on the Falcons' side? Kyle Pitts, he's. Hey, I, 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 I need to see a larger sample size than one game against the Panthers to get on the Pitts train. Yeah. Every time I think Pitts catches a bass, I get a text message from Patrick Donovan saying, (laughs) Pitts. And I got a lot of those messages last week. So I knew Pitts was doing well. I hope for his sake. He's just so talented. I hope they continue to use him. And the Falcons. They're winning the division, four and four. Who would have guessed that? They might win. Still need to bench. That's not their best player, Cordell Patterson. Oh, God, shut up. We're ending it there. Gross. All right, the Dolphins making a comeback on the Lions. At least the Lions offense is somewhat back. It is? I guess. They've scored six and three of the previous two games. Kind of blew it in the first half against the Dolphins, but yeah. Why did DeAndre Swift not get many touches? Well, in the in the ground game. I didn't get to watch that. Campbell game. doesn't think he <clears throat> should, that he doesn't want to injure him. That he's coming he back. Five catches. Yeah. Save him for the playoff run? Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, Swift I, needs to be set free. He'll never get traded, but God, I was wishing Jamal Williams got traded because I know the Eagles were going after him today and yeah, but the Dolphins, Tyree Kill, 12 for 188. He's on pace to set the NFL receiving record. He's already dude, got, just good. what is he, like 20, 30 yards shy of 1,000 already? It's, yeah. It's insane. He's going for over 2,000 yards. And Tua, as a starting quarterback, without you know him being killed in a game, he's 5-0. and The Dolphins are 5-0 and with him at quarterback in 382 with three touchdowns. 
Tua is doing a lot better than I expected this season. Yep. Even with all the weapons he has, him, I mean, Hill and Waddle to have two top 10 wide receivers that you're supporting, that's that's pretty damn good. If you have Mostert, I kind of feel bad for you because you've been riding his hot hand. And Jeff Wilson is going to take a lot of touches from him once he gets acclimated into that offense. Well, just like the 49ers a couple years ago, Mostert does well. And what <clears throat> happens to Raheem Mostert? Gets hurt. Yep. Never makes it through a full season. And then Jeff Wilson comes in. And then somehow Jeff Wilson will probably get hurt because he never makes it through a full season. Oh, right. But yeah, that does really hurt Mostert. You know, it was good seeing yeah. Edmonds out of there. I thought, oh boy, Raheem Mostert's going to be a big play here now moving forward. But Jeff Wilson down the goal line, I think he gets a lot of the touches too. Cardinals they and had, Vikings. They had to oh, make fun. a move like that though, because they're they're going to be a play. Or I mean, they're five and three. They are a playoff team. So <laughs> they need another running back. You can't. Yeah, you can't go into the playoffs with yeah. just Mostert. If you trade away Chase Edmonds, who's your backup? Yeah, yeah. Miles Gaskin's they had still to make a move for somebody. I, I was wondering the same thing, Eric, too, and then I'm like, well, they are they're on a winning team. They do need another running back. I'm just yeah. assuming that that was like part of the package to get Bradley Chubb was to throw in Edmonds. Yeah, yeah. probably. All right, the Cardinals and the Vikings. Hopkins. He's 12 for 159 hey. and a touchdown. Hey, that was my love last week. My number one. Good love. Did he finish as the number one wide receiver? Probably. No, AJ Brown. AJ Brown. Oh, AJ Brown. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say. I don't think so. How can but... I forget AJ Brown? Because I seen to play him in every freaking league last week. <laughs> That's tough. Anything about this game? Rondell Moore. He started. He got quite a bit of action. It was good to see I... him have some life. I would say um, he's a he's a waiver wire pickup that you need to look at right now. Yep, I agree. He's available in a lot of leagues out there, and I think that I think he's gonna that production is gonna continue. That's what if I, I have a league, waiver. Hey, yeah, what's that? If he's available in a league, yeah, he should have been picked up last week. Yeah, he got drafted in our league over the weekend, so it wasn't possible to pick him up. And I do have a waiver claim for him, and I'm telling you all that because I also to do. This. I also do. So he is available in a lot of leagues, Eric. He's not. Yeah. Yep. So I do. I and I need him. Bate, Bateman getting hurt. I I need him. Like I I need him. Yeah, I don't even want to talk about all my injuries. It's sad. All right, Raiders and the Saints. The Saints? Hey, Alvin Kamara. That's another guy that. I just seem to play in every league this week. <laughs> well, he, yeah, that, the one man show there. At least if, yeah, I mean, he did all right. What's going right. on with what's going on with the Raiders? Like, how could they lay an egg like that? Well, Derek Carr and um, Devonte Adams both had the flu this week, so they're kind of under the weather. Did they really? I didn't know that. They were sick. They they were ill, but I don't know what it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, I I didn't know that, but maybe that has something to do with it. That doesn't really make up for that lack of offensive performance against. I mean, the Saints Car- have a decent defense, but they're not that good. I mean, Carr was hot garbage. Like that could have been a career deciding game from him. I, I honestly don't. I mean, this game, I think, you know, maybe he could turn around, but you know, it's too late. They're two and five. 
I don't see him being the starting quarterback on a team next year. Not on the. I don't. I'd be surprised if he's on the Raiders next year. If he if he keeps this I, up. I mean, the Raiders. If they keep losing, they're going to draft a quarterback. Yeah, Josh McDaniels is not going to sit there and and keep nah. babying him. He's been there. How many? How old? I mean, he's probably twenty nine. Well. Yeah, he's been there his entire career and the entire time. It's like, is Derek Carr franchise quarterback? Well, he's 29 now. Is he is he or isn't he? Like right. I'd say yeah. no. All right. Patriots and the Jets. Zach Wilson actually had quite a bit of yards, 355 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, Garrett Garrett Wilson coming alive. A lot of the people that, you know, end up picking him up off of waivers earlier in the season when he was having a lot of production, you know, kind of getting, getting back in the thick of things with uh, six catches for 115 yards. Yeah. Ramondi Stevenson is a must start, even with Damian Harris back and healthy. Stevenson's the guy now. Well, he's eight targets, seven for 72. I mean, when you're yeah. Yeah. that called in the passing game too. Yeah, I saw I saw a tweet over the weekend, and I can't remember exactly what it said, but it said watching Zach Wilson is like watching a drunk Patrick Mahomes. It was like, but the like the way he phrased it, it is totally true. It was hilarious. Yeah, because he runs around and tries making these plays. He's got all the arm talent in the world, but drunk or white Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> same thing. <laughs> drunk. Same thing. Yeah, same thing. No, same thing. All right, Steelers and the Eagles. Obviously, you brought up A.G. Brown earlier. Just monster game. If you oh, stacked six. Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown, you had a very good week. Oh man. But Eric, yeah. remember when you used to think that Jalen Hurts wasn't a good wasn't a franchise quarterback? I'm still not a hundred percent believer in him, but he proved me wrong this game at least. Didn't you say didn't you say something about Rush was a better quarterback than Jalen Hurts? Yeah. yeah, in I, the podcast. Yeah. I'd like you to prove take. that and run that back for me. Yeah, that was a bad take. I'm going to have to go back and play some of our bad takes. Yes, my Mo Alley Cox <laughs> take was a really bad take, too, but that'd be a short, that'd be a short tape for me. Oh, yeah. God. Okay. All right. Titans and the Texans. Derek freaking Henry. This is this four straight game with 200 yards and multiple touchdowns against the Texans. And if you're a Derrick Henry owner and you're likely to make it deep in the playoffs, they play the Texans in week 16. Ooh, that's a So that could be your final four or your championship, depending on your league. And yeah, be expecting big things if Derrick Henry makes it that far in week 16. Brandon Cooks was another guy I felt sorry for not getting traded this week, too. Um, I thought he would be on the team. I you thought he would be tweet. cheap. Yeah. Yeah. He wanted I, to get traded. He's pretty pissed. <laughs> the Texans were asking too much. I thought that would be a cheap pickup for a team like the Packers or the Cowboys, you know, third round pick. Cowboys and were on have... the phone with them till the final minute. And it came down to the $18 million guarantee in 2023 that they weren't willing to budge for. Okay. So. So I think that's why teams were kind you of hesitant. Want, that that makes sense. You, you know, the, the Texans don't want to be paying for a guy that's not on their team next year. Yeah. So 
All right, Commanders, Colts. Uh, I don't know. Oh, Jonathan Taylor, Taylor sucks. sucks. Um, Can't hold on to the ball. Has more fumbles than touchdowns this year. The the Redskins keep getting quarterbacks to replace Haneke, and he's still the best quarterback on the team. The Colts should have yep. won the second year in a row. If you watch the end of this game. Sam Eilinger threw a dart to Michael Pittman across the middle of the field that went right through his hands. He catches that. They still had a timeout. All they need is a field goal to win. But you said you didn't watch any football, but you'd caught this game of all the games. I, <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. 49ers Rams. Eric, I'll let you glow on this one. Well, I mean, it's just pretty obvious the 49ers is a Super Bowl favorite in the NFC. It's them and Eagles. Who, I mean, who's better than those two teams right now? Who's I mean, the, best the Bears are better the than the 49ers, but... What? The Bears who's are the best quarterback the on the team? I have no idea what you guys each just said again. Okay, Jake, go. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> who's the best quarterback on the team? McCaffrey, obviously. That's what I, I was going to say. Through the prettiest <laughs> ball all day. I saw a stat that McCaffrey, as a quarterback, outscored Derek Carr. As a running back, outscored Jonathan Taylor. And as a wide receiver, outscored Justin Jefferson this week. So, yeah, I think he's he was – um, so far, he's worth everything we've given him or we traded for, for him. Um, as long as he can stay healthy. That's obviously the key to his whole career. He performs when he's healthy. So, But as for the other side, the Rams, they got no run game. We have a good defense, but they have absolutely no run game. And you can see that because it just kills that passing game. You can only throw so much on a team, but when they can just sit back the whole time because you're never going to run the ball on them, I mean, the Rams are in trouble. They need to figure something out. Well, what do they figure out? What, where do they go from here? They don't have any. They have no draft capital. Well, Cam, Cam Akers is still there, right? Yeah, I don't think he's going to play. He said it's in his best interest that he doesn't play the rest of the season. Really? Yep. I don't know because Daryl Henderson's not doing it for him. Malcolm Brown's obviously not the answer. Ronnie Rivers. I, I guess they're waiting for Kyron Williams, and he could be back this week, but. I don't, I don't think, think Ronnie Rivers looked that bad. He looked like he had a little juice in him. Not, he's not going to tear up the NFL, but right. he's faster than Malcolm Brown. He looks faster than Daryl Henderson. They need some speed. Right. So, well, if Cooper Cup misses time, I know he doesn't have any structural damage, but I don't think he's going to. I think they said really? he's going to play. Yeah. If it, if he did, they do they have any chance of beating any team right now? No, no. And they have no draft capital for the next how long. And they wanted to trade two first rounders for that Brian Burns from the Panthers, which would have been what year 28 and 29. Those are like (laughs) dynasty trades right there. (laughs) So yeah, they're in trouble. 49ers, man, they look good. They look good this week. I would say they're still, they still have a ton of injuries and that's what's going to come down to the 49ers season is if they can stay healthy or not. So, all right, Giants and the Sea Chickens. Not a lot of fantasy value in this game. Um, I guess if you're a DK Metcalf fan or 
drafted him. Uh, he was supposed to be hurt. He played. He had some decent production. Yeah. Yeah, for a guy that they that get carted off just last week with a knee injury. I think he just had to poop. <laughs> I think he. I mean, he was smiling, so he might have been uh, squeezing his old butt cheeks together. I think he just had to poop. But sometimes I wish somebody would come pick me up and take me. <laughs> Ken Walker salvaged his day though with a nice little touchdown run. Yeah. He's a beast. I mean, you Saquon did the same thing. You know, Saquon had a shitty day and ended up getting a touchdown to salvage his day, but they literally had about identical stats now that I'm looking at it. Yeah. You know, Jake, I'm kind of going back to my notes from last week. You gloated on it, you like or Hopkins was your love. Wasn't your other love Daniel Jones? How did he do it this week? Did I, did I say Daniel Jones? I'm pretty sure you said Daniel Jones. I think we were going to put a mixtape together, too, and you said it was going to be pretty short of all uh, all your bad takes, Jake. I don't remember saying Daniel Jones. I, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty damn sure I said A.J. Brown, but... Boy, way to, way to take a leap one on I mean, there's no AJ way. Brown and DeAndre Hopkins. You know, you know, agree to disagree. There's really no way to find this out. Um, so I guess we'll just have to agree to disagree. Yeah. All You're right, wrong. Packers. The Packers and the Bills. Aaron Jones looked good against a very good defense. Do they ran the see, ball. Do you see that continuing? Do you see the the uh, Packers start to kind of evolve and just start leaning on their run game but for the rest of the season. Sure, but when they're down, they have to eventually throw. No, they don't. They didn't in this game. And you so saw they're just going to take they loss lost. after loss after loss? I don't know. I guess that's what their game plan is. I'm pretty sure I saw a stat that Rodgers had the lowest A dot of any quarterback with – and I don't know if it was with 30 attempts or what since Alex Smith. Like everything was like within five yards of the line of scrimmage. That's, like, that's, yeah. his, average. that's his thing, though. I mean, <clears> no, it's because they have no receivers. And they're three and five, still have a chance, and I still didn't trade for any help. It's just insane. I love it. Yeah, but... yeah I love it. I And I thought the Bills, they played sloppy. Josh Allen, I mean, he had two real bad interceptions. He had some missed yeah. throws. I just think they got up. He was getting cute. I think the Bills played a poor game. Yeah, that those Josh mistakes. When you got a five-team parlay on the line and you need the Bills to win by eleven, and they're only win by ten because of those mistakes, very frustrating to watch. I would say the fix is in. Yeah. Uh, I'm calling Calvin Ridley. Yeah. All right, final game Monday night, last night, the Bengals and the Browns. Who saw that coming? Uh, not me. Dom by the Browns. I did not. Uh, I mean, the Bengals are real streaky anyways. I mean, if you go back to last year, they lose games they're supposed to win and win games they're not supposed to win. Just was another one of those games, I guess. Yeah, Nick Chubb. Our chase must hurt. It definitely hurt. I thought, I mean, T. Higgins had that touchdown, which was a pretty good touchdown, but for the most part, I thought Higgins would have a huge game. 
I mean, I thought he could finish no. easily top three no. in receiving and just Burrow, just, he was off. I don't think there's enough time to get Higgins the ball. The, you know, the Browns' defensive line is really, really good. And right. they were on top of Joe Burrow the whole night. I mean, it was going to be dink and dunk night for him. So I think that had a lot to do with it. Yeah. Nick Chubb, maybe the best pure running back in the NFL right now. He is. Guy's just a freaking pure stud. running back. Mari Coop- Cooper, this is one of his big blow-up weeks. But you yep. know it's going to probably follow after that. Some dud games. That's what you're going to get when you have Jacoby Brissett as your quarterback. Yeah. So. All right, that's it for our week eight recap. Let's get into week nine. Let's start out our love hate for week nine. You guys ready? All right. Eric, I'll let you start us out. Who do you love for week nine? Well, I'm going to start out with Justin Fields for you, Jake. He's had 19, 18, 23, oh and 30 points these last four weeks. What, Jake? My curse just keep going. My curse no, is- just keep going. Just, oh. just keep going. Um, he's been putting these numbers up, throwing for under 200 yards every week. And he's had – I'm sorry. I lost my notes. I'm trying to remember what the heck I wrote down here. Oh, but- what a loser. Wow. Wow. Hillary wrote all these notes for you, and now you lost them, and you don't know anything. Here, let me just pick up where you left off, Eric. Oh, so yeah. obviously Jake picked him as his love, too. I also picked love as my – or Fields as my love this week against Miami. How um, about you obviously... hold Eric's what? hand right here and take over for him? Because he lost his notes from Hillary. Yeah, Hillary, uh, Hillary misplaced Eric's notes for the podcast. Uh Obviously, Fields, everyone knows he's had a couple good weeks in a row. I think it mostly has to do with Miami has been giving up a lot of points to quarterbacks this season. Um, They also don't have the type of defense that can contain Fields' style of play and his running abilities. I, I say he has his third good week in a row this week. I mean, I couldn't have said better myself. But now that me and Eric picked him in love, he's gonna he's gonna suck. Hey, I do also have to say while we're talking about Fields, remember when I told everyone that uh, Fields is gonna be a top ten fantasy quarterback this year? I think he's at nope. twelve right now. I think he's at twelve. You also said Daniel Jones was good last week, and uh, he didn't. Ever I, this is it. just a made up thing that you guys are saying right now. <laughs> All right, my love is Devontae Smith this week. So he plays against the Texans. I think Brown's going to be covered by Stingley Jr. for most of the game. But here's a fun stat. So A.J. Brown's had four big blowout games, and one of them being this last game. Devontae Smith, after three of those big blowout games, the next week, Devontae Smith has had seven for 80, 12 for 169, and a touchdown, and 11 for 87 after those games. And the Texans' defense is not the greatest either. So I think what happens, I mean, what it looks like it happens is, all right, we got A.J. Brown the, that, the ball this week. Now it's time to share the love, give it to Devontae Smith. And I think he has a big Thursday night game. I see him easily over 100 yards this game. I like Devontae Smith, even though I want the Eagles to lose. Eric, what do you love? 
The Phillies minus 14 this week against them. Wow. That's a lot of points. Um, Geno Smith it would be my second love. Um, yes, not the most popular name, but he's playing Arizona, and Arizona sucks. And he's got all of his healthy weapons now. He's thrown multiple touchdowns in five of the last six games that he's played. The only game he didn't throw multiple touchdowns in was against Arizona three weeks ago. But now he plays them again here. And uh, the Cardinals last two weeks have given up six touchdowns through the air. So I think Geno Smith eats against them. Love it. Hate it. Jake? <laughs> I got Aaron Jones versus Detroit as my love this week. Uh, not You know, Detroit's defense is like Swiss cheese right now. Seems like anyone can pass or run against them. Uh, Green Bay is going to be up this game. They are also very dependent on Aaron Jones in the run game right now. They cannot get much going and passing. I, I'd say Aaron Jones has another big game this week. I got Keenan Allen, the return of the man, Keenan Allen, this week as a love. Oh, Play the Falcons. Falcons are 30th in defense overall. They're giving up over 300 passing yards a game. There's no Mike Williams, and Allen is a target hog. So I think this week, him and Justin Herbert reconnect, and I think he has a big game. Might not get yeah. the touch, or might not find the end zone. That's not a Keenan Allen thing, but I think double Herbert's digit. Been missing him. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I think that's been I agree. missing key. I think that would have been a good place for Brandon Cooks to go. Yeah. Would have been Is a solid one. Sure field. Playing this week? He What's played that? two weeks ago and then it just came off a bye. So okay. I don't know why he wouldn't be playing. You're right. Otherwise, that take is going to look real bad. All right, Eric, who do you love or who do you hate? Who do I hate? Um, yeah. Well, Jonathan Taylor. We talked about him oh. a couple times. Oh. He's made I the hate him. list every week so far. Yeah. I, hate I mean, him. He, he should have been, but the it's last like two weeks, personal, plain at least, and he's had fifty-eight and seventy-six yards. So pretty, pretty freaking terrible. He's got a new quarterback now. His offensive line is playing very poorly, even though they should be a top-five offensive line in the league. Um, two weeks ago, he had eight targets in a game. So he was pretty much salvaged by that. Otherwise, he's been garbage the last two weeks for fantasy purposes, under 10 points. They play the Patriots this week, and the Patriots, I could see, I mean, with Sam Eilinger on under center, they're probably just going to stack the box and say, no Jonathan Taylor, make make Sam beat us. And uh, I expect that to be work very good this week. Jonathan Taylor, I think, rolled his ankle last this past week too. So my guess is he's probably probably going to be pretty limited this week in practice, not getting many reps just to try to get healthy. So against the Patriots, yeah, I think the Patriots are going to shut him down. And no, he no Naheem Hines anymore to take. I mean, it should be a full workload for him. Yep. There's no excuses at this point. Nope. Take the All under right, Jake. nine and a half. I oh, yeah. hate. Amon St. Brown versus Green Bay this week. Uh, Green Bay's got a really good secondary. Uh, you know, I think uh, Jared Goff struggles. He was going to be my hate, but I mean, I always kind of hate nobody's him anyways. Him anyways. Yeah, no one's yeah. playing him anyways, but Amon St. Brown, 
I don't like I don't like this play this week. I, I'd say he gets uh he gets gobbled up by that Packers secondary. Yeah. Well, my hate as kind of a a big person or big play is Lamar Jackson against the Saints this week. No Bateman, possibly no Mark Andrews. Saints are only giving up about 200 yards passing per game, and we know Lamar already struggles passing. I think it's going to be a big challenge, and I think they're going to focus on shutting him down rushing and make somebody else beat him, because who else in the run game are you afraid of Kenyon Drake? Probably not. Are you afraid of Gus Edwards if he's – I don't know. I mean, have they said anything about Gus Edwards playing this week? I have not heard. Well, if he had a concussion, he'll be out for sure almost, right? No, no, not necessarily. So – I don't know. I just think it's going to come down to Lamar Jackson needing to have a big game with his legs, and I don't think the Saints are going to allow it. They're starting to get a little bit healthier. I think they're going to get some of their key guys back in defense. And, yeah, that Lamar Jackson, you know, 40, 50-point game that he's done multiple times at the beginning of the season, I don't even think he cracks 20 this week. So, Eric, who's your last hate? My last hate is Terry McLaurin. Um. He's had a couple good weeks in a row. He's had eight targets each of the last two weeks and has had 73 and 113 yards. But he only has two touchdowns on the, on the whole year. And this week they play the Vikings and Patrick Peterson, which I assume he'll probably see a lot of Patrick Peterson. But the Vikings this last two weeks have actually been very poor against number one wide receivers as they faced DeAndre Hopkins and Tyreek Hill and got burned by both of them. So, typically, that would happen, and you'd say, oh, man, Terry McLaurin's going to feast on him. No, I think they're just going to shut Terry McLaurin down because I don't think anybody else on the commander's team scares the Vikings. So, I think that is the main reason why I think Terry is uh, hate this week. Love it. Jake? No, I hate it. I know, but I love your take. Oh, I I hate I hate uh, Kamara versus Baltimore this week. He just Kamara just had a monster, monster game last week. I know, but Baltimore has a very good defense. Their defense just got better with the addition of Roquan Smith. They're very tough against the run. The Saints don't have a lot else. I mean, if you contain, if you can contain Kamara, you can contain the Saints. So yeah, I I, I, see, I see him having a rough week this week. I like that take. Especially if there's no Mike Thomas, no Landry right. to help out. I mean, yeah, I agree. All right, my final hate was somebody I hated last week, and I was looking real good until the final drive, and that's Damian Pierce. Last week, he was salvaged by a late passing or receiving touchdown. Otherwise, I think he had 25 yards on the rushing or on the ground. This week, he's up against the Eagles defense. Do I need to say any more? That Eagles defense isn't allowing anything. And they're right. not going to be able to pass. And I, you know they're going to say, hey, this is the one guy we have to shut down. Let's do it. And, yeah, I think it's going to be a rough one for Damian Pierce. So, yeah, does anybody else love hate that you want to throw in for this week? Any quick ones? Um, I did love Deontay Foreman again this week. Rushing the ball. I guess I'm trying to think of some of them trades, like, do you think anybody that got traded today is going to do good next week? Or do you think every single one? Oh, of them? 
Claypool. Not next week. I think it's. I think everybody's gonna take a week or two to get acclimated to the offense. Do you like any? I think the real, <laughs> real question is, any of those trades today, anything fantasy relevant moving forward? Anything we should keep our eye on? I thought not, something not very odd, and that's Naheem Hines to Buffalo for Zach Moss. Oh. So I, I think Buffalo upgrades with that over Zach Moss, but James Cook looked good last week. They, right. Devin Singletary is still their number one. So what, what's their plan for Naheem Hines? I'd be interested to see that. Are they going to put him in the slot and McKenzie doesn't play as much? I, I mean, but it, McKenzie I, I looked good too. That, that was a very odd fit. Yeah. James Cook would have been one of my waiver wire guys to, because he's out there. I thought, oh man, he's starting to get more and more playing time. Yeah. That kills that. Yep. That yeah. kills James Cook. I was thinking the same thing. I thought he looked really good towards the end of that game, but granted, they were up two or three scores too, but. Do you think the Hawkinson trade does anything to his value, good or bad? I think it's about level. I agree. Yeah, I, I don't see anything different. It's not, like Minnesota's, it's not like Minnesota really, really relies Jake? on their tight ends. Did you lose me? Did Hello? I lose you both? No, I'm here. I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, we just... We, we lost Derek. We can move oh, on. Oh, okay. So we lost Derek. Yeah. I lost you. All right. Yeah. Okay. You still there? Yeah, I recorded on mine, so. Hey, just, uh, yeah. What do you say about TJ Hawkinson? I said that Minnesota doesn't really rely on their tight ends that much anyways, that it's really going to influence anything. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's go into our week nine pick em. So Jake last week had a stellar week in the pick em. He went nine and three, while Eric and I each went six and six. So our overall record, Jake is in first place at 14 and 10. Eric is at 12 and 12, and I am in last place at 11 and 13. This week, we decided to do the LFO and the Backstreet Boys division. So let's start with LFO. All right. So the first matchup I have, we have the defending season two champion and Tyler Carl, who is sitting at a whopping one and seven. Great. He must still have a Super Bowl hangover or something, but one and seven versus Paul Volkman, who is at five and three. Right now, Tyler Carl, boy. <laughs> Tyler, 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 Tyler. Oh, man, your team. Brutal. Sitting with Jared Goff as his quarterback. He's got Tyler Algier, Jonathan Taylor, Christian Kirk, Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks. Ouch. Well, I can already tell you without looking at Paul Vulcan's team, I'm probably taking him. He's got Lamar Jackson, who I hate for this week. Gibson, Jamal Williams, Scary Terry, Travis Kelsey, Chris Godwin. What are you guys liking this week? I have Paul Volks this week. Um, <clears throat> I think it's going to be closer than what uh, Sleeper has it projected, especially if Keenan Allen uh, plays well. But I, I still I still like Paul Volks this week. I'm taking Paul Volks this week as well. Sorry, Sorry Tyler. 
Eric, what do you got? I think I'm going to have to go P. Volks, but I really do think Tyler is going to make this close if Keenan Allen plays. I don't the, – the biggest thing, I think Kelsey's really the tiebreaker in all of this. Yeah. Yep. All right, next matchup, matchup we have the three and five, Jesse Carnes versus the two and six, Kyle Haas. I'm guessing Kyle hasn't updated his roster yet because it looks like he's got Barkley in his starting lineup, who's on a bye. Amari Cooper is on a bye. He's got Mark Andrews, who's showing that he's out this week. Melvin Gordon, who's out this week. Boy, Dallas, Dallas defense out. Okay. Cam Akers on his bench. Michael Thomas on his bench. Mark Holy Ingram crap. on his bench, who are all out. Boy, Kyle, man, you know what? Just got ETN. That's all I have to say. That's my ride or die. ETN's probably going to score more total points than all of Kyle Haas's team. Yeah, <laughs> I, it'd be true. I, I'm going. I don't know what the hell Kyle Haas is going to do this week, but I don't, I don't either. Yeah, I'm. I'm the same with you. I'm. I'm going Jesse Carnes. I, I just don't see. Kyle Haas, what he's going to do with his roster this week to stay in contention at all. It, it, not to stay in contention, stay to even get above 100 points. I don't know how he's going to do it. Yeah. And even Jesse, he's got a yeah. – I mean, you got Jamal Chase who's out. You have J.K. Dobbins, who you probably drafted decently high, who's out. James Conner, who has been out. Yeah, I just can't see a way. two brutal teams right now. Yeah. Injury bug. Who do you got? I mean, Jesse Carnes, do we even need to talk about it? <laughs> All right, next matchup. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Eric, oh, yeah. you better watch what you say on this one. Hillary. We have the six and two Hillary, Eric's wife, Barsh, versus the three and five Jake Lunn. Hillary, right now, rolling with Geno Smith. But she's got Michael Carter. She's got Tyreek. She's got Justin Jefferson. She's got D Hops. Man, she is sitting loaded with a, a really good team. On the other end, you got Jake Lund, who's rolling with Travis Lawrence or Trevor Travis Trevor Lawrence, Delvin Cook. He's got Ceedee Lamb on a bye. He's also a, a hurting unit, too. He's got Zeke on a bye, Sutton on a bye. I think this is an easy one for Hillary. They're all easy Jake. for her. Same. Hillary Barch, all the way. We need to get her on this podcast. All right. Here's I, I the matchup of the week right here. Here's there's here's one of two matchups of the week for me. We got the five and three Patrick Donovan, who's on a hot streak versus the six and two Tyler Suttonbeck. I am on a text message group with these two, and these guys have been doing a ton of trash talking with each other. Been interesting. Patrick sitting with Jalen Hurts, Ramondre Stevenson. Raheem must start. Devonte Adams, Jalen Waddle, Kyle Pitts, who we changed the name to League Winner after hearing our episode last week, hearing of somebody changing team names or player names. Oh, he also got Higgins too. And he, Tyler Suttonbeck, he's got Patty Mahomes. He's got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in there, which is going to be a tough one. Diggs, Alan Lazard, if he's back. Who else does he have on his bench? Man, he's hurt too. Yeah. Have a Najee on a bye. He did have Brees Hall. George Kittle on a bye. Yep, Patrick, I got you, man. I'm this taking is Patrick you. pretty easy. 
Yeah, Patrick. I just don't see Tyler overcoming all his his buys. Patrick was talking about that. He might just sit half of his starters anyways because he's he feels bad for Tyler. <laughs> all right. We got Matt Cayley, who was sitting three and five versus Colby Zweifelhofer at five and three. Matt, to uh, Joe Mixon, Kenny G, Baby Walker. He's got Bateman in his play, but Bateman is out. He's got one of my loves, Devontae Smith, Alvin Kamara. Looks like he can throw possibly Darren Waller in there if he plays. But he's going to have to do some waiver wire additions. Kobe, he's rolling with Kirk Cousins. He's got Aaron Jones, who is Jake's love. Damian Pierce, who I do I hate this week. DJ Moore, Pittman, Juju, who's had a couple big weeks. Cooper Cup, if he plays. I'm going Kobe. Uh, same. Think? Kobe is Weifelhofer. Wouldn't He's that good be a dude. terrible we get him on this podcast. to have to choose between Herbert and Tua? And to be honest with you, I'd probably choose Tua. Oh, I would choose Tua. Yeah. I don't think Herbert's had more than two passing touchdowns in a game since week one. Or is it week two? It's something like that. I would definitely go Tua. So who are you taking there, Eric? I think I got to go Team Kobe. Man, I can't make up any ground on you guys. All picking the same. All right, last game in the LFO division. We got Chad Olmstead at 5-3 and three versus the 4-4. Four and four. Greg Sissy Schaefer. Chad, he's rolling with Kyler Murray, Eckler. He's got Devin Singletary, Evans, Amon Ron. And then you got Greg, who's got Josh, Josh Allen. He's got Khalil Herbert in the starting lineup. He's got A.J. Brown, Alave, Montgomery. I know he has McCaffrey, who's on his, who's on a bye. He's got Pollard on a bye. Judy on a bye. Bad week for a bye, but who do you guys got in this week? Oh, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna switch. Um I did have Chad, but I think I'm gonna go Greg. I'm gonna go uh <sighs> Yeah, I think uh, I, I think I'm going to go Greg. Go Greg. I'm going to go Eric. Team Chad. I think Eckler, I think I think his quarterback's going to be hurting a little bit over Josh Allen, but I think Eckler and Mike Evans and St. Brown make it up. I just I just don't like I don't like yeah, he has Edwards, uh, I I you know, Evan Ingram could score 0 points. Um Campbell St. Brown, he's on my hate list. And and uh, Greg's got, you know, Greg's got Josh Allen. He's got A.J. Brown, Chris Olave. Okay, uh, that's it. Hawkinson might not play <laughs> if at all this week. Montgomery I'm just and Claypool are going to be garbage. I'm going to stick with Greg. I know I'm going to get a text message from Greg right away tomorrow because he's a avid listener. He's been listening. Greg, sorry, dude. I hope you get spanked. I'm going Chad this week. Go, Greg. <laughs> All right. Our final division. We got Jake's division. We got the Backstreet Boys, the best boy band of all time. All right. All right. Our first matchup. We got Chad Gill, who's sitting at four and four versus the five and three Zach Thompson. Chad's got Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, Damian Pierce, Gary Terry. He's got Ramondre Stevenson, Deontay Foreman versus Zach Thompson, who is rolling with Jalen Hurts. He's got Saquon on a bye. 
Jamar Chase is out. Man, he's got kind of a bad week for him. He's got Tyler Boyd. Yeah, I don't know what the heck he's going to He's probably going to fill his roster with Juju, probably Nelson Aguilar. He's going to have to do some waiver wire work. So I got to go Chad Gillen this week until I see. I don't know what he's going to be able to pick up to do any better. Yep. Make his team that much better. So I got Chad Gill. Same, Chad Gill. Yeah, I think Chad Gill, just because with Saquon being out this week, I don't think he's going to have enough running backs to keep up. All right. All right. We got the three and five, the hottest team in the Mega Bowl, Jake Smith versus the other three and five team, Logan Moe. Jake rolling with his boy, Justin Fields, Jonathan Taylor, Kenny G, Baby Walker, Pittman, Hopkins, Herbert, Garrett Wilson, and T. Higgins, Logan Moe. He's got Brady in there. He's got Fournette. He's got Rohan Mostert, Evans, Chris Godwin, but he's got some work to do. He's got Cooper Cup on his bench, but I think Cooper Cup is going to play, which will definitely help his chances. Oh, boy. This is a tough one. Jake? I don't think it's tough at all. I'm going to win this easily. Yeah, I'm I'm taking uh, Jake Smith, hottest team in Mega right now. This this is like, I'm not a huge gambler, but like when you have to put the Iowa Hawkeyes into a bet, you don't feel good about it ever, and you know it's probably a big, big mistake, and they're going to lose it for you. Oh, my God. But I'm going to take Jake in this one, and I think he's probably going to win by about 50. Ooh! I like that. Real question is, how do you feel being compared to the Iowa Hawkeyes? I didn't know what you the most boring human being ever. He totally made it up for it by saying I'd win by 50. Oh, my God. (laughs) That was a slap in the old nuts. I do plan... I do plan on filling. I don't plan on playing Herbert this week to start with. I plan on picking somebody up off rip waivers. And I don't plan on playing Tennessee's defense this week. I plan on picking up a defense off waivers. So You just start Tony instead of Herbert. I I don't think he's going to play. They said he's healthy. I, I, I know, but that doesn't mean he's going to play. If he's healthy, why would he not play? Because he just got there. Because he oh, doesn't know the offense. It's a I think complicated he plays maybe offense. A handful of snaps. If he gets He's, 15 snaps, I think that's a good. McCaffrey game showed up Friday to the Niners, and he played Sunday. Okay. Okay. Anyways, don't ever put Kadarius Tony in the same breath as Christian McCaffrey. If you All do, I'm we saying. are officially kicking you out the podcast, and Hillary's coming on. Ooh. All I'm saying. Actually, say you know what? I do want you to say it again. Let's get Hillary on here. <laughs> so, so Eric, my plan is to pick up uh, is to pick up um, Rondell Moore and play him instead How of Herbert. Is he available in your league? You should be no, five and league. three if guys like that are it, available in your league. And then if I don't get him, I want to get DeAndre Carter, and I'm gonna play him. Why DeAndre Carter? Josh Palmer's back this week, and Keenan Allen's playing. You think DeAndre Carter is going to be? Anyways, we should keep moving on. All right. Mike Next Williams matchup, we got the five and three Josh Welter versus another five and three team who just took down the unbeaten Brett Adams and Wade Sheckler. 
Josh has Josh Allen. He's got Najee Harris on a bye. He's got David Montgomery, Tyler Lockett, Kelsey, Gus Edwards, who probably isn't going to play. Yeah, he's got Cooper on a bye. He can throw in Darnell Mooney, which isn't going to really do a whole lot. And then Wade, I see he's got Garoppolo in his starting lineup, but Garoppolo is on a bye, so we'll see what he does at quarterback. But he's got Travis Etienne. He also has Nick Chubb on a bye. He's got Diggs, A.J. Brown, A.J. Dillon, Jamal Williams. Man, I don't know. The thing I don't like about I would like to pick Wade in this because I do like his overall roster better. But the quarterback situation versus Josh Allen. I'm going Wade. Screw it. Uh, I trust I'm Wade to Wade. find somebody in the waivers. I'm going to Wade, and I'll tell you why. I 100% agree Josh Allen is a huge difference maker, and Wade doesn't even have a quarterback on his roster to start. So <laughs> he needs to. He probably should figure that out. But the difference is Wade has digs. So he just better hope that anything Josh Allen does good is to digs, and that right there counters every point that Josh Allen gets. So I really think it's going to be a Gabe Davis week. Sauce Gardner on Diggs, going to try to shut him down. And it's going to be a big Diggs, Gabe Davis. Diggs is going to eat him alive. This is why you guys are going to lose to me in the pick It's Josh Welter all the way. You guys are picking a team that doesn't even have a quarterback that's playing this week against Josh Allen. Come on. Come on. Josh Welter. Did Move you look at the rest of his roster? Good. David Montgomery. Is Don't need to. Back. Good pick. You know, he's got Najee Harris. If you guys look at, and I've, I know I've talked to you about this, Eric, but Najee Harris career trajectory right now is worse than Trent Richardson. If we look at Trent Richardson as a bust, their career path right now is so similar. And the way Najee Harris is playing compared to Jalen Warren, especially last week, if I'm a Najee Harris owner, especially in Dynasty, mm. I think you do everything to sell. I know you're not going to get much of value as you would have beginning of the season, but oof, it's not looking good. That's why all in right. Dynasty, it's all about timing. Thank you, Tyler yep. Cool, for 223 first for Najee. All right, we have the three and five Jeremiah Hardy versus the number one ranked team, seven and one, Brett Adams. Jeremiah rolling with Kyler. He's got Aaron Jones. He's got DeAndre Swift back. He's got Dobbs in his lineup. Ramon Ronsay Brown. And then you got, well, who else does he have on his bench that he can put in? Ouch. He's going to have to do some waiver pickups. And then you got the man, Brett Adams. He's got Patrick Mahomes. He's got Kamara. He's got Derrick Henry. He's got Jalen Waddell. Josh Jacobs, Miles Sanders. He's got Buffalo's defense, who's going against the Jets. He's got Michael Thomas, who possibly can return, but I never can count on that. I got Brett. I don't see him losing. Yep. I don't. I got. I also have Brett. Yeah. His. He's got a. He's, real got, solid. he's got a really good team. Yeah. Damn good team. All right. My other matchup of the week. We got the battle of the Tylers. The one and seven Tyler Ames versus the high points of the week for week eight. Three and five, Tyler Laser. Tyler Ames, he's got Geno Smith. He's got Kenyon Drake. He's got Eckler, Gabe Davis, who I just said I think will go off. He's got Devontae Smith, who is one of my loves. Keenan Allen. 
And then you got Leaser, who's rolling with Rodgers. But what the big thing is, he loses McCaffrey. He loses Pollard. He loses Schultz. He loses Deontay Johnson. He loses Zeke. Man, oh, man. He's going to have to rely on Tyree Kill having a huge game. And DJ Moore. Tyler Ames for the victory. What do you guys got? I'm going Tyler Leaser. Um, just strictly for the fact that Tyler Ames' team is complete trash, and it'll find a way to lose this week. Wait, he's got one win. One win. Who's the one? Yeah. He's one and seven. Who's the one? I can't remember. Me. Dick, is that you? Are you the one in the one and <laughs> seven? So. Man. I think, so. I think you knew that. I think you knew that. But... <laughs> Wait a minute. And his picture is of you in a clown suit? Man. I would never <laughs> hey. pick I would never pick him to win, Jake, if I was you. I didn't. I would always hope that he loses. That's insulting. Well, he's one and seven, so it's pretty easy. I will also against, take so. Tyler Ames. What's more embarrassing, Jake in a clown suit or the fact that Jake is the one and one and seven? I don't even know. Jake, if I'm the Jake one. in a clown suit. <laughs> All right. Our final matchup for week nine we have Fuzzy Elliott, who is four and four, versus Team Caden Holtzman, who is five and three. And I'll say Team Caden Holtzman is the worst five and three team in the league. All right, Fuzzy has got Lamar Jackson. He's got Michael Carter. He's got CeeDee Lamb on a bye. He's got Olave. He's got Justin Jefferson. He's got the new Bears, number one, and Chase Claypool. He's got DK on the bench, who will probably start. And then you got Caden Holtzman, who's rolling with Cousins. He's got Delvin Cook, Brandon Cooks, Devontae Adams, Kyle Pitts. It's like he can throw Justin Herbert as a starting quarterback instead of Cousins. And he's got Lazard. Hopefully Lazard plays for him. I'm going the Fuzzy Elliott. I'm going Fuzzy also. Make that a three-way. Jeez. I can't even if it's three-way. Yeah, I'm not All right. gonna get, you're not going to gain a lot of ground on me this week, guys. I'm pretty, nope, pretty much the same. Uh, yeah, there's not a lot of difference. The worst thing is we could be, if we did a poor or we have a poor week we're all going down yeah. it's gonna look real bad no one listens to this anyways sorry if we uh put the jinx on because it seems if we all three pick the same team we put the hex on you and you somehow lose so sorry to those teams that we we all three loved you so all right before we go let's touch on the waiver wires for week nine any players i know we've kind of talked about rondell moore Anyone else that we should be looking at in the waiver wire? Uh, Eric didn't like it, but DeAndre Carter is a good pickup, I think. If, you, if you're one of those teams that are hit by the injury or by a bug and you need to fill a spot, I think he gets, I think he gets five, six targets this week, which you know some people would take. Yeah. Anyone, Eric, for you? Um, well... I probably do. I have to. Uh, I mean, if Justin Fields is still on your waivers, I think he's an obvious one that you have to look at if you need quarterback help with some quarterbacks being out this week. 
Um, Damn, he better not be on waivers. Uh, Isaiah likely since we mentioned him. If you need running back help, if you have, if you're a Saquon owner or somebody who's on a buy like that, Kenyon Drake. I hate to freaking say it, but he got touches last week. He got five tar- four or five targets last week. So if they're still gonna be without Bateman, they got to throw it to somebody there. Um. Deion Jackson, if you need a handcuff for Jonathan Taylor, Naheem Hines is out of there now. So Deion Jackson's going to be a guy that, if you got an open spot, he's. If Jonathan Taylor misses time, you saw what Deion Jackson did that one week when Taylor was out. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with all those. Rondell Moore is probably my top one. He's actually one of my top waiver ads. I'm sure I won't get him, but worth a shot. Another person I kind of like this week. Or it might be a good stash, even though I didn't do anything last week, was Ronnie Rivers. I mean, if you're hurting for running backs, you got 24 snaps last week compared to 26 for Daryl Henderson. So, I mean, if he just – it's probably just going to take one big run for him, one big play, and he's going to get more op- opportunities. But that's kind of a, a stash play there. Tyler Conklin is available in a ton of leagues, and I think he's right now the tight end six. So, especially in a week where we're – facing a lot of key buys. I think he's one. The NFL teams on a buy this week are the Browns, the Cowboys, the Broncos, the Giants, the Steelers, and the 49ers. And some of those teams have quite a few fantasy assets that you're probably starting. So if you're hit by the waiver wire or if you're hurt by the buy or the injuries this week, Tyler Conklin, I think, is a good pickup. So I think, I don't know what the percentage is, it looks like it says 66% rostered, but I don't know if that's on all of sleeper or what, but if Kadarius Tony is still out there and available, he should be picked up. He's not. I, uh, he was picked up within five minutes, except for one division, five minutes of the news being announced in every league. Really? Yep. It was, I'm going to, I'm going to drop him. He's on my team right now. Wow. Bold. Is that because Eric just made a dynasty trade need, for him? I need a guy. <laughs> All right. You guys have anything else you want to say to the listeners before we end the show? Nothing I can think of. We didn't have a listener voicemail segment today because nobody called in. And it was a big hit last week. A lot of people reached out saying they love the segment. They can't wait for more. Well, the only way we're going to get to hear more is if you call in so all you have to do is text me and then say you're going to call call leave a voicemail make it fun it could be at any point it could be tomorrow about something it could be about some pick it could be about a player it could be talk trash about your fantasy matchup for the upcoming week or the stomp down that you put on the team i don't care what it is call in make it fun make it make it enjoyable because people like hearing it so well, that's it for episode 14 of the Derek's Megable podcast. Best of luck. We have three weeks remaining, so three key weeks for that final playoff push. And if you want to be a guest on our on our show, let us know because we, we love having you guys on. So, all right, that's it from Jake, Eric, and myself. Best of luck. And as a wise man once said, word to your mother. See ya.